everybody and thank you and welcome to the show thank you again for tuning in to the podcast heavy metal over a six-pack uh, marcus and anthony are going to be with you today uh we have featured artists from the uk tormenta for this episode and in just a little while we have uh phoenix and donna from from tormenta they're going to be joining us for the in-phone interview they'll be featuring their tracks all day so to start off this episode let's start with one of those tracks off their upcoming full-length album Chapter 2, The Storm is Here. This is Tattooed Scars.
This is the Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack Live Studio Line. All right, good morning, and uh, this uh, welcome back to the Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack podcast. We are very excited. Myself and Anthony are here. We are joined by Donna and Phoenix from the band Tormenta, all the way over from uh, from uh, Leeds, right? Is that right? Leeds? Yeah, it's Leeds. It's called Leeds. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's the proper terminology? Because uh, like, is it is it Great Britain or is it England? I, I'm not I, a history buff. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think we're, either's fine because we we are technically in England, but it is. Uh, it is Great Britain, in, in, if you include Scotland and Ireland and Wales, so we're all good. <laughs> all right, perfect. So I got my geography lesson for the morning, but we are we are joined by Donna in Phoenix from the from the band Tormenta. Uh, guys, thank you very much for uh, for hanging with us this morning. Yeah, that's okay. Welcome. Thank you. So Do- Donna is uh, Donna. You play bass in Phoenix. You do uh, guitar and sampling. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. And you guys are a five piece, a six piece. I was trying to get I was trying to get your uh, your band names over on your uh, your Facebook page. Uh, just uh, <laughs> we are a, a six piece band. We've got two vocalists, we've got two guitarists, um, but Fee also does the samples as well, and then we've got the bassist and the drummer. So uh, six of us, but we do seven jobs between us as well. So. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> so you guys formed in 2017. How did how did the, how did the band come together? It's a bit of a funny story, to be honest. Um, I, I, I myself, yeah, well, I, I had never, <laughs> I'd never played bass before in March 2017, and I wanted to learn how to play, and Phoenix plays bass, so he said, oh, I'll teach you. Um, and we, we thought we'd just start a tribute band, so we actually started a tribute band, and I basically learned how to play bass, and we started playing Il Nino. Do you know Il Nino? We do. Uh, I, I, yeah. I love Il Nino. <laughs> Huge fans of El Nino. We were like, "Oh, let's do an El Nino tribute band," and um, and it was great fun. And, and basically, I learned how to play the bass off doing that band, which was great. But then we were like, "Oh, what if El Nino come over to the UK? We're not going to be able to support them playing their own stuff." Oh, <laughs> so, right. Literally, we just had a. We were like, "Oh, should we just start writing our own music?" And uh, yeah, Tormenta occurred basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. why we're called Tormenta actually, because it's uh, Spanish and Storm, and because El Nino are. Um, a Latin metal band and they sing a lot in Spanish. It kind of was our little tip of the hat to where we where we started off as the El Nino tribute, which is a bit random. Yeah. <laughs> just That's cool. Yeah. Okay, I, I didn't actually play the guitar in the in the tribute band. I was actually on the percussion. So I when we played gigs, I was the one that was playing on congos and uh, <laughs> I was doing all the fun stuff. Um, but yeah, like that, we have we were based purely on. Uh, from that band, and um, we had we had a particular idea in mind that we wanted to do before uh, we actually started. We said that we wanted to have we wanted to be really heavy, but at the same time we wanted to be beautiful. Uh, we want the choruses to be catchy, and if you listen to the song, we want you to be able to hear the chorus and it sticks in your head, and you already know how it goes the next time around. So I mean, we've achieved that from what we've heard. We've, yeah, people say we've been told that we're very catchy and very. Uh, <laughs> Earwormy. <laughs> so we, we succeeded. With that, yeah, we're oh. happy. <laughs> That's fantastic. So Phoenix, you're a jack of all trades. Uh, any? Were you in any groups prior prior to Tormenta? And the tribute band. Jack of all trades. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I'm one of those really annoying bastards that can do anything. Um, <laughs> no, I've always said I wanted, I wanted to be good at several things rather than amazing at one thing. So uh, my main instrument, I had the first instrument I learned was drums back. In- back in school 
Um, but then I, I picked it up really easy and I got bored very easy, so I moved on to the next instrument and I picked that up easy and got bored very easy and just did that. And um, originally I was just going to be doing the samples, uh, literally just the samples. So I bought all the gear, all the MIDI triggers and everything, and I was going to trigger everything live. And then I ended up being, we couldn't find a harsh vocalist and they heard me doing it and they went, right, we want you to do it. So, so I had to work out how to do the electronic stuff automatically like press a button and it plays rather than triggering them live sure um, so so like a back a backtrack kind of a deal for your for your live yeah. performances that's it so it was hard enough learning all that in the first place <laughs> uh but when i had to relearn everything again to work out how to make it happen on its own that was another <laughs> thing and then uh our original guitar is left um and we struggled to find a replacement for him so I, I said, well, well, we'll keep trying, and if we don't, I'll move on to guitar, and we can find a vocalist. And so he's yeah. done like all of the jobs yeah. so far. All of, all of it. Uh, so far, just yeah, going yeah. around and seeing which one he likes the best, basically. Yeah. You can't say you're not useful, that's for sure. Yeah, it's very useful. Very. Pick <laughs> up any of them and just crack on with it, which is great. Yeah, so Phoenix, you're all well. Just to backtrack a little bit on what you said, Phoenix, you said you do vocals on the, on some of these tracks. Are you the harsh vocals or the clean? He was. Uh, you did the harsh vocals yep. on the EP, didn't you? Yeah. So on our EP, we, we basically recorded it in the room that we're sat in right now. And we just wanted to just get some music out there and just show people what we did. So we did it on no money whatsoever. Mm. And um, yeah, you did the harsh vocals on that. So the original three songs that we had um, were you, weren't they? Yeah, the harsh, yeah. yeah. And uh, it had been approximately 12 years or something like that since I last did Harsh Vocals. To say that it was a struggle to get there was uh, that um, what you hear on the EP, that was when I've been doing it for, I don't know, a, a couple of months after a 12-year break. So needless to say, after that EP, I got better and I got stronger and I found I found uh, my, my hidden talent from a long time ago. <laughs> um, just just as soon as I reached my peak, uh, some fucker came in and took both of us off. I'm I'm not bitter at all. <laughs> no, not not a little bit at all. <laughs> so the other uh, the other four members of the bands were those guys found just a series of uh, series of um, auditions or were yeah basically we're actually uh, we're back to square one with two of the two two of our members to be honest we just uh, recorded the album which is being released in two weeks and yep. uh, our, both our vocalists have left us yeah <laughs> and we're actually back down to four members we're, we're we've filled we've filled pretty much one of them um, and yeah. we're still looking for another at the moment basically it's just a matter of commitment more than anything because yeah. where we are in the uk that the music scene and especially when you're a young band and you're a DIY band it basically takes up a lot of your time and so the original members are still here the core mm -hmm. which is um, me Phoenix John the other guitarist and we've got Deck our drummer we're still here we're the ones that are tormentor and we're just it's just finding someone who's willing to pretty much sacrifice their life to put into yeah. this band because it's it is so demanding we've okay. got we've all got jobs and we've, we've, I've got a little girl as well and we we literally if we're not working, we're playing. And to find someone who was able to actually fit into that, it's it's been a bit of an issue, really. So we are about to square one with that, but we've we've had a lot of really promising applicants for it, which is great. And and basically, whoever comes on board, we we want them just to be. That's it. Now we're not having any more lineup changes. We've got a bit more. 
<laughs> we're only a year old, so I think this happens with most bands. But because we've gone from like naught to a, a thousand miles an hour very, very quickly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it all happened at really awkward times, which is a bit of a. We've changed, changed the way we're going to be doing it as well because the first time around when we got people in, we just wanted to get people in. And sure. uh, we were quite cocky about it as well because I was like, this is going to go far. This is before we did TV, <laughs> before we did any recording or even any proper songs. We like, the idea that we have in mind is going to be popular. So. You need to be on the ball with it. You need to be focused and willing to work for it and do a full-time job for zero pay. Um, yes. So yes. We, we, just kind of, we just kind of, yeah. yeah so we kind of took, we took some people on like, just to hurry up and get out there. And it worked out for a little bit, but then it became very clear that the speed that everything was going and uh, how popular it became, that they just couldn't keep up with it. So, um, so even though we were told that it was it was fine and it was expected and 100% involved. It ended up not being like that, unfortunately. So, but this time around, we can afford to be a little bit more picky. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Uh, this time around, it's not more of a turn up, uh, sing along to one of our songs, and if we sound good, we've got the job. This is going to include interviews, second interviews, and there's even discussion of contracts as well, just to just to make sure that everyone's protected. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Smart. Uh, and we but, need to find someone obviously who sounds very similar to what we've put out because the album obviously is dropping in two weeks and yeah. we need to find someone who can sing along um and in tune in tune yeah <laughs> we've had a lot of interesting applicants i'll yeah. tell you that <laughs> <laughs> like well what's that oh. so um so yeah but it's it's all gonna be fine i say the core members of torment are still here we're the ones that write all of the music so the, just, the sound isn't going to change in any way because it's all come from us it's anyway. gonna get better, it's gonna get better. yeah mm-hmm. it's gonna be really good so so yeah, that's where we are at the moment. But it's like I say, it's it's it's, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, no. It's we we'd rather get it right now while we're still in our infancy, and then be able to take it forward and stronger, um, than have people who couldn't can't gig and can't can't practice and can't do this that and the other because they've got work or whatever to, right. to do. So, right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, of course, of course <laughs> it's, it's much better now than like five years from now when you guys are big exactly. and, then, and then you have to start exactly. replacing members. Yeah. Although exactly. your although your applicant list might be a little bit uh, a little bit larger at that yeah, point. We've been some, <laughs> yeah, we've Choose from that. Although to be honest, we've had some we've had a flurry of applicants this yeah, time round. I mean, people can see we put our put our single out tattooed scars and being able to just show people what we've got inside us and they're like holy shit we want to be part of this because yeah. we can see this is going to be big i mean it's it's i don't know i sound we sound really cocky don't we but everyone everyone who's heard the music has been saying how how good it is and how how different it is and how it's filling a niche in the market right now and, and that it's going to be popular and it's so that's what we're kind of holding on and to. And just to say just how difficult this is, uh, this is a shortened down story of one of the people that applied for us. Um, <laughs> hey, I want to be in your band. Uh, our response was cool. Do you have time? And their response was no. <laughs> <laughs> Next. So Next. We're, getting, we're getting both ends of the spectrum here. We're getting those that, are, that want this, really want this, and then there's those that when they give when they've taken more than three seconds to think about it, they actually can't. Yeah. But we'll get there. It's not it's not very far off at all. None of us are worried. No, at not all. at all. No. Absolutely not. So yeah. we've 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 got um someone depping for our harsh vocals at the moment and we're pretty convinced that he's gonna stay with us to be yeah. honest that we were just like, Yeah, he's gonna stay. As soon as he gets out with us to do the gigs then he's gonna end up um 
getting the tormentor bug. <laughs> yeah, we'll tie him to the microphone, it's fine. <laughs> It's all good. We're in a good place. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Let's get back into the music. This is going to be Tormenta. This is going to be the second single that they release off of their album, Chapter 2, The Storm Is Here. This is Part 2.
Okay, no metronome this time. Perfect. All right, sweet. So I'd like to get into the. Um, I'd actually like to get into the, uh, the the. So everything you guys have done is the uh, has been self-produced. Yes, it has. Yeah, yeah. We're very much a DIY band. Um, we just. We have no money. That's what. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> all about money, isn't it? Money, really money common in the, the music scene. Well, that's not true. That's yeah. not true. It, it still takes money to actually do do all the stuff yourself, especially the quality that yeah. you guys actually produce. It's it's more about we're willing to learn anything that we can to make ourselves better. Yeah. So it's it really is a certain degree. We've got a computer. We've got access to uh, software and things like that, and we we have gathered instruments and stuff as we go. But we we have literally done everything that you hear on a very much a shoestring budget. Like, like I say, the EP was completely home recorded, and it was we shouldn't say this, but it was on a cracked version of Cubase. Yeah. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah we just we just basically do what you got to do. Borrowed it online, and uh, <laughs> we've got a full one now. You've been pleased with it. But yeah, we literally have no money, and um, so we've done what we can. And we think actually, it, it we like to think of ourselves as a, a bit of an example, aren't we? To yeah. to other bands yeah. that you can do it if you've got if you've got an idea in your mind and you really want something, then you can do it. You just need to find a way, and that's that's what we're very. And proud you don't of. you don't have to plow hundreds of thousands of pounds into something because. Our videos that we've done, all the videos that you see, they, they were filmed by us, they were edited by us, they were, everything we've done as, as oh, much no in-house as we can. Um, Again, we didn't spend a penny on the videos, yeah. did we? So we didn't spend a penny on the EP, we didn't spend a penny on the videos, we've got, got a load of mates involved and mm-hmm. um, had a lot of fun. We just had my camera at home, just a normal camera. It's not, it's not been entirely free, you know, we've, had, we've paid whatever we, we've had to buy for the video, like for example, uh, for the Crimson video, there was nearly 30 people there for the whole video, so we bought some beer, we bought some sausages for them. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Just feed them, they'll uh, be fine. <laughs> yeah, they were absolutely happy. And it just... Try, trying to get into people, because we've had so many conversations with people, especially on our first EP. Um, we had people... I won't mention names because um, I'm trying to use the word cunt as little as possible during this show. <laughs> um, you said it was, uh, it was uh, no holds barred. So yeah, enjoy that one. By the, way. The, more, the more the better, by all means. We like raw honesty. <laughs> <laughs> we had, um, we've had uh, one particular person from a certain band who came up to us and told us that the EP that we put out was detrimental, we shouldn't have done it, we should have waited and uh, we spent £900 on our EP and you should have done the same. That's not going to do you any favours, putting out subpar uh, products and stuff like that. But looking at it right now, without sounding big-headed, uh, looking at it right now, if you were to compare our streams for our, in his words, crappy little demo EP to his expensive self-produced uh, album in the studio uh, we're miles and miles apart yeah. miles and miles apart so it's not about how much money you put into anything it's your drive and your passion yeah. and how you treat other people yeah while you're like, sure. you know, and we we like like donna said we're supposed we like to think of ourselves as an example you do not have to delay putting any music down and putting any music out there because someone told you that it's not professional quality you know you can if you can do it yourself do it yourself you do not have to spend hundreds on a video you do not have to spend hundreds in the studio just put something out there for someone to listen to and if you've got a good product people are going to listen to it and and we've done that like i said without sounding big-headed we've done that people 
saying that the music that we're doing is is amazing despite the uh, the very basic level that we did to get it out there and which is why when we did the crowdfunder to record the album we hit that target we set it for 30 days uh for 1800 pounds and that would pay for the album to be done in the studio and done properly and we hit our target in six days nice you know and and that was based on we still think that that was based on putting a good product out there for someone to listen to it doesn't have to be perfect just as long as you give them an idea and they can hear what they're what you're trying to do and that that ep alone has led us to record our first album it's coming out in two weeks time yeah and it was only a year ago coming up to a year ago that we did our first gig yeah it was april last year that we did our first gig but even the album even the album's done on a shoestring i mean 1800 pounds we actually only ended up with the 1600 of that and that is nothing to record an album but then we actually only set ourselves a budget of a thousand pounds for the actual recording of the album because we needed to get cds produced we needed to actually make the crowdfunding merchandise and stuff like that to actually give the pledge of something back so yeah. all in all we only had a thousand pounds to record 11 tracks which is like it's like 90 pounds a track which yeah. is just not if there's, any, if there's any producers listening to this now they're going ha ha i'd, I'd do you two tracks for that yeah it's not it's um, not a realistic to a lot of people so actually we we even did half of the album diy anyway we recorded all of the samples and the guitars and the bass we recorded at home so the only things we've done in the actual studio are the vocals and the drums. So again, we've we've found a way around it, and we've done it completely, completely the wrong way around, haven't we? Everyone's saying, yeah. oh, you need to track your drums, and then you track your guitars, and then you la 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 la. And we we basically we did our guitars first, yeah. and then the drums followed, and yeah. and then ended up with the vocals at the end. So we've done it completely on a on a, a limb with shoestring yeah. budget. And well, you'll hear the songs in in a bit. You'll hear yeah, what yeah. we've actually managed mm-hmm. to do with right. what we had, which is pretty different. It's hard work. It's really hard work, but um, <laughs> but we want it. So which yeah. is why the people that do want it are still here, and those that weren't quite ready for it are no longer here. So yeah. it just, it's just yeah, drive, it? it's hard work, and you do want to tear your hair out sometimes. Why the fuck did I start writing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when you when you sit there, when you when you're laying in bed at the end of the night and you're thinking. Fuck, we've got an album coming out in two weeks' time. Yeah. And we we made this album. That's our music. People have already bought it. People are waiting for it. And it just makes everything so worth it. And yeah. but there are there are times where you just like everyone's a fucking prick. Let me do my shit on my own. Yeah. <laughs> can you uh can you take us through the writing of the songs from the EP? Uh from the EP? Yes. Okay, so that one's on Spotify and all that. Let's have a look. We've got three songs on there. I'm just seeing what order they're on. Bear with me. So, what, like, what was the inspiration behind the writing? Like, what, what was the driving force behind the, those songs that are on the EP? Okay, so we've got War Cry. Um, War Cry was a funny one actually, and that one you wrote that one, didn't you? I wrote the music. You wrote uh, the music, yeah. and um, this we actually wrote these songs before we had singers. Yeah. <laughs> completely before we had singers so we just had instrumental tracks for about four months didn't we yeah. that we just built and yeah. then when we got the singers on board the vocals got laid over so originally um war cries actually got some street fighter samples in it i don't yeah. know if you've uh, heard it and that that came about so that's what that was all right yeah yeah we actually <laughs> Wait, what all right no that's, no that's cool 
basically how we how the songs have been written were um throwing riffs back and forth over the internet because john our other guitarist who lives a little bit away from us about an hour away so a lot of it was just sending riffs to and fro and just yeah. saying oh yeah this one's really cool this one's cool um but at that point you weren't the guitarist and you yeah. didn't have a guitar set up so it was yeah. really 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 rough yeah. and um one of our friends who actually lives over in Texas, she listened to it and she was like, oh my God, it sounds like it should belong on Street Fighter. Literally, just that conversation, we're like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah, yeah this yeah. needs to happen. By the way, we know what's going to happen before the breakdown, don't we? I know exactly what's going to happen before the breakdown. Yeah, that's, why, that. that's why Sonic Boom came in there. Uh -huh. um, so, so, because it... I don't know, and then when um, Robin was our, our clean vocalist, he wrote the lyrics over it and it kind of, the way that the lyrics were structured over the songs was because the songs were written before the lyrics, um, he just kind of got a vibe about what what kind of theme it was and that came across a bit of a fighty war, which is why it's called War Cry and it's all about rising up against challenges and all that. Um, and yeah, and fighting against adversity and that's, that's what yeah. War Cry was about. So, yeah. um, Crimson was... Um, our first single, if you will, that one's done us very proud. When John John <laughs> wrote that one, he sent it over to me and Phoenix, and we were like, "What the hell is that?" It, it sounded like it sounded like a pop punk he song, said, didn't he, it? He put, uh, he put the track in the chat, and he goes, "I've written a punk song." <laughs> I'm like, "Cool, who have you written it for?" <laughs> uh, and he just sent this track of two and a half minutes worth of solid bath noise <laughs> and I, I, I had to turn it off and go right I need breathing space for a second it was, it was and... painful it was really <laughs> painful. Like, wow this is just too much it was just ah so basically I John gave me the riff for the, the whole thing I put it into Cubase and I split it all up spread it all out and uh, put the hardcore element in it the, the breakdown and um, just just to space it because it was just pure intense and fast and uh, <laughs> We sound, we sound like Green Day right now, so I'd rather <laughs> pull it back to the heavy side of it. And um, yes, and split it up, put some extra stuff in it, put a breakdown in it, put the samples over the top, and it ended up being quite, well, it's probably the, mo it's the most popular song yeah, I've got at the moment. It's so. had well over 100,000 streams on that song, which is just mad, absolute yeah. mad. And that, again, we had the instrumentals on all of these, like I said, before we had the vocals. So Robin, um, he had a good idea. It was all about post apocalyptic, like, um like after after the war kind of thing so after how people are rising up against the again against the challenges of yeah. uh, post-apocalyptic life and so the video we did was to kind of relate against two two kind of tribes who were living mm. post-apocalypse a bit like you know on the walking dead where they always come across all the survivors and all that so we kind of right, right. went for that kind of theme yeah so um, it was a lot of fun with that yeah. <laughs> Guns, swords, guns motorbikes, sword. and and fights and, and kids with guns. Kids so. with guns, yeah, yeah. brilliant. It's very uh, Mad so Maxy. That yeah, 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 yeah. That, that was, yeah, yeah, and so we had a lot of fun with that one. This is Tormenta, Crimson.
again, it was this was the heavier one. Um, when you hear Black Hole, it's got a very uh, very interesting um, sample to start off the song. Hasn't yeah. It? <laughs> I was like, who's the angry one? <laughs> it's, uh, it's from the film Bronson. If you've uh, okay. seen that, it's a Tom Hardy film, and uh, it, we basically just at this point we were very much playing around with stuff that we can put over the songs, mm-hmm. and we were watching Bronson, weren't we? We were like. Can we get away with that? Yeah, we can yeah, get away yeah, with that. Yeah. We're going to do that. We literally yeah. did. We just have a lot of fun with it. We're like, yeah, what, what random stuff can we put over these songs and uh, put into the songs? So that, one's, that one's more of a heavy song. Actually, we, we have re-recorded these three songs in the album, but um, Black Hole has had a lot of change. We thought, if, if anything, Black Hole was our weakest song. It was yeah. a bit too... Just wasn't catchy enough, didn't have the right kind of structure. So we have re-recorded it and we've changed the structure, we've added a few bits and we've changed the breakdown and it's it's actually a really good song. Yeah. I'm really, really happy with that one. So, nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's really good. So that's our EP and then we've got Tattooed Scars, which we released four weeks ago now. And that's our first single from the new album. Um, and that's about self-harm, basically, and mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically about there's a lot of people out there who who basically get out there and say, oh, I've got all these mental health problems and they're getting all the attention and basically they're just attention seeking and they don't actually get suffer from these problems at all. Whereas actually there's a lot of people who do suffer from them who don't get the attention that they need because of all these... And they don't say anything because... So it was basically to try and raise awareness of uh, mental health and, and to just watch out for your friends because there's been far too many people in my liking especially within the music scene who are taking their own lives because they're not no one's understanding and no one's listening to them um so that that was the idea on that song we actually put some links to mental health charities um at the end to try and get people to talk and use the hashtag it's okay to not be okay and already we've had people saying that it's really it's been a really poignant thing for them and it's it's meant a lot to them and and it really resonated so that was it's a bit more of a serious song less street yeah, fighter yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah less street fighter no it's, it's a beautiful song it is yeah it's yeah. it's it's definitely resonated a lot it's a good job because um especially with it being in the music i've done a in the music industry with people taking their own lives the most the most prominent ones being chester and chris cornell right. you know they had a platform where they were telling millions of people what their problems were and no one grasped it no one heard it if you all you need to do is listen to the stuff that Trester was putting out towards the end Mm. and no one understood it until it was too late and then they're going oh my god he was talking about he was trying to reach out and it's just that's that's what we wanted to kind of bring across it's it's cool to not be all right just tell someone if you want to talk to someone and we tell everybody we've got we've got our own um we'll call it a fan page called the tormented storm riders and people going there we we keep on top of it we keep posting and everything and some of the stuff that we've had of our fans posting in there telling us what it's done for them and how uh, one one lad said the other day that he he got post blocked on Facebook for a month, and hmm. and he and he was stuck and he was he, when he was at one of his lowest points uh, in his life. But the only thing that kept him going was listening to us. And, Which is just like wow. And when he came That's back, amazing. he told us all what had happened over the past month and how we'd helped him. It's, like, it, it's insane. Oh, but if we can if we can yeah. just reach one or two or three people, just to 
give them that strength. Yeah, yeah, give them the strength to look for help or speak to someone. We say speak to us. Our Facebook's always on. If you're having problems or if you don't want to speak to someone or anything, just message one of us and we'll talk to you. No problem. But it's just nuts how it's invisible. It's silent, isn't it? Quite literally. And we needed that song out there to let people know that it's okay to fucking talk. That's a very yeah. power, that's a very powerful and positive thing that you guys do using your platform in, in in such a form and you know putting such meaning in a, in a song and still actually having the song be I mean kick ass right? like is, is, yeah, is yeah. huge as well because <laughs> we, it got described as uh, one of our fans as brutal uh, brutal and beautiful so like yeah that's we still want to kick some ass and we still want people to go crowd killing in that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in that breakdown. Uh, those are my fa- those are my favorite kind of songs I love I love brutal. Yeah. And brutal. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's, that's our little formula. We've got the screams, we've got the cleans, and we've got the breakdowns all the way through. That's something that we, we want people to sit, stand and listen and sing along, but also go absolutely nuts. And you'd be surprised how much of a good cure for depression it is kicking someone in the head. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <Yeah. laughs> it's such a release, yeah. it's great. <laughs> so your last gig was last, or, or, I'm sorry, your first gig was, was uh, last April. Um, last April. Yeah. Tell tell us about your shows in the last year. I know. I mean, I know you guys pretty much hit the ground running. Um, I, I, yeah, we did. Yeah, I, we I, literally. Uh, <laughs> it, well, the uh, the aforementioned uh, prick I was telling you about earlier on about the you you shouldn't have done this with your VP and all that. It was actually at our first very very first gig. So uh, this guy had turned up with his band and uh, he's a very very self inflated wanker. Um, <laughs> And yeah, he came over like, yeah, you shouldn't have done this. And he started name dropping all these people. We were doing it with this guy, we're doing it with that guy. And so, and then he actually started complaining to Donna about, because she plays a six string bass. And he was like, oh my God, why have you got a six string bass? Do you even play on six strings? Why, why? Your bass tones sound totally different to every other metal band out there. Why, why, why? He's like, that's the fucking point, idiot. <laughs> we don't want to sound like everybody else. Yeah. So, but yeah, but to play our first show, I mean, we're already pretty much breaking it anyway, because it was our first show, you know, putting music out there live and the song, we had the EP out before we played that show. So we were playing these songs for the first time for all these people. And and to have that asshole come up and say all that beforehand, it was just like, wow, the, in the time that we've been missing, personally, the time that I've been out of the music scene, the original music scene, um, it's got so poisonous and yeah. so toxic. And it's absolutely insane. All, so many people are very willing to point out everything that's wrong, that you're doing wrong but won't even say well, anything you positive, know, Well done, basically. you're actually doing a really good job, um, yeah. <laughs> so it was nuts. I mean, thankfully, from that first show, we ended up being uh, making some very, very, very good friends. Yeah. And, yeah, and we played with the other guys uh, loads of times. And I mean, the last year, from April last year to December last year, um, we did 32 gigs. And so from our first show with that wanker telling us that we're doing everything wrong, all the way up to the last show of the year where we supported King 810. So, I, that, enough said, to be honest with you, that, that kind of that explains everything. Um, Literally went from not to 100, didn't it? We, yeah. we, we were playing, we worked out it was one gig every six days, which is fine, we loved it, but it was very time consuming. Yeah. Um, and 
we we want to keep doing it. We've yeah. we've we've only had one gig this year, mm. and we're just like, ah, oh, the, there's no better place but up on that stage. We have an absolute blast. We've been told that our stage show uh, is pretty pretty nuts to watch. Intense, intense, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, we just we just have a great time. We're all moving. We're all moshing around. We're getting in the middle of the breakdowns. We're getting in the, in the mosh pits. We're flinging guitars around. <laughs> we've uh, we've we've upped our stage show as well. We've um, purchased some bits and bobs to make it a little bit better. So we like saved up and got some lights and we've got some smoke cannons and stuff like that. So we just made, yeah, well, we just wanted to kind of make people come to a show and then go, I want more of that. And they do, and they do. We have people coming back and seeing us time and time again because they just love the whole energy of it. And that's yeah, that's that's, that's, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is, and it's one thing that we are really proud of, and um, it's one of the things that we're really well known for in our stage. Because at the end of the day, if, if you can make good music, but if you can't play it, right. there's no point, is there? I mean, there's a lot of bands who don't tour or don't play gigs, and it's just... Yeah. It's, our, our mantra, basically, is to put on a headline show, no matter where we are on the lineup. So, yeah, if, if, we're open, if we're opening, <laughs> then... Sorry, bands. Afterwards, you're gonna have a lot of work to do to keep up with us. We've got, we've got, we'll put the lights up and we'll have the smoke cannons out, and we'll still have the energy and everything that's needed. The crowd participation we have every every gig that we do, um, we'll always always put on a headline show, even if we're playing at one o'clock in the afternoon on a festival. So, yeah, that's one thing we just love it. Though we just have so much fun, and we come off and we want to get back on again straight yeah. away. Even if we are saturated. Yeah, we usually soak in the sweat, but we do enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. You, you don't want to half ass it, because then it just looks bad. I had a shiesty promoter <laughs> tell me one time that the your job as an opening band is to upstage the band that's playing yeah. after you. Absolutely, yeah. That's yeah. what we're going with. We've got that idea. We're like, do you know what? We're just going to put 110% every time. Um, I've often been called the Dreadnado, because I have uh, dreadlocks here on stage. And, uh, <laughs> I, I whip them down. She does. <laughs> yeah. uh, so my question, I, I noticed you guys won six Roach Awards, is that, is that what I see here? Yeah, we did, that was a bit random. Um, Radio Roach is over over your way, over America, and um, we got nominated by um, Andrew Balderson, who runs a Facebook group called Unsigned Not Unheard, and he absolutely loved IEP and basically nominated us for all these awards and, and we won him and we were like yeah. how what <laughs> <laughs> and this was literally on the three EP tracks as well so these are those three tracks that we recorded in this room on zero budget money and we won we won best um best debut EP yeah best debut EP best metal EP best, best metal band. single best metal band best band yeah. and we were just like what is even happening we stayed up we were awake <laughs> until two o'clock in the morning listening to the awards ceremony and it was nuts it was amazing I mean by the end of it the uh the, Robbie Robbie yeah. um he he was saying right this next category uh I, there's no point even rising to the occasion to this torment has won it just like everything else they've won tonight um, <laughs> We felt so sorry for the other bands because <laughs> there were hundreds of other bands yeah, in all of these yeah. categories. We just wiped it all clear. We were like, oh my god. It got a bit like, oh my god, this is really bad. But that uh, pride was insane though. I mean, just, uh, just, we were watching it, obviously, listening to it live, but then when again, when we woke up the next day, it's like, fuck, we won those awards <laughs> last night. If that's it's not a moral booster, I'm not sure what is. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> and, it, and you know, it really helps bands like us as well because we're still in our infancy. We, to have those, I'm, 
those kind of things behind us is just insane. So we can go out and it goes on our EPK and say, like, winners of these awards. and it's, Award it winning makes, EP, because it is. It is, <laughs> and it makes people kind of take notice. And it's just just really chlorine and just working away and working really hard to achieve these things. And, it, and that is why we got nominated, because um, they can see how hard we're working, not just to do the music, but also everything else, because we are a DIY band. We don't have management, we don't have a label, we don't have anything, we're just doing this ourselves in and around our full-time job, in and around our kids, you know, it's just like, it's it's hard work, it's it's full on, but it's getting noticed and that's what's making it worth it, because it, it's getting, and we're winning awards, which is nuts. <laughs> Let's take another break and get back to the music. This is Tormenta, Mouth Breathers. Let's 
Let's see, uh, who's the coolest band that you uh, you played with over the last year? Coolest band we played with has to be King 810. It has to be. I mean, the, the coolest band we played with. Oh, King. Yeah. Oh, we, oh, we, when Lord. we landed that, I mean, that's the biggest biggest band we've played with. But we've played with some incredible like local, local bands yeah, yeah, who, who we just love. And discovering new bands is one of our most favourite things. And that's why we love gigging, gigging as well, because we get to watch the other guys. And there's a lot of bands who will literally turn up and just do their set and disappear. We're, we're just we're always there like early, early, and we watch everybody, and we always try and share their music and try and help them grow at the same time because there's so much good stuff out there. It's just not getting noticed. If you have a look at our YouTube, you see that every single band that we've played with, we've got videos of them doing their set live on yeah. our channel. So just it's never just about us at all. It's always about we know what it's like to to want to get your music out there so if we can help in our own way yeah then we, do. Then we can but yeah definitely the coolest one has to be king 8 because oh, yeah. we, we were just like these these guys are big and we were main support as well we were yeah. like oh my god this is awesome when mm. all these people were in the room seeking and, and people were actually we did you see was it you who saw someone saying these guys are really cool and <laughs> like they're actually really enjoying us and we were like ah oh, this is so good um, and then we had our own dress yeah, we had our own dressing room and all sorts. I had a mirror with lights around it. I was mm. like, I've, I've made this now. This is me done. <laughs> no I was just there. like, <laughs> the highlight of that show for me was I mean, King. King are very known for their very unique style of music. They're known for being extremely book heavy and really scary at the same time. So there's nothing quite like when when we were on that stage. I saw a guy who was head to toe in King merch. Uh, he had the hat, he had the bandana, he had the shirt, he had the jacket, he had everything. And I remember looking at him literally just after we kicked into a breakdown. And he, he grabbed his crotch and, <laughs> and sucked his teeth. <laughs> he was like, oh, fuck, that just happened. <laughs> 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 We, we gave a king fan a semi, so I think that means we're pretty heavy. Goals in life. Goals, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then we met David well afterwards. He came, um, he came out the uh, the vocalist for King. He came out of the dressing room after the show. He was ill. He was very poorly. Um, he wasn't very well at all, but he came out and spoke. We stuck around and spoke to him and. He was very appreciative and everything like that. It was absolutely amazing. So, yeah, it's just a great experience. And we, that's what we're aiming for this year, is uh, yeah. to get more shows with bigger bands. Because we're doing a lot of the local scene just to build our presence and build our uh, people so they know who we are. And then we're, we're, we're actually supporting, I don't know if they're big over there, but we're supporting a band called Swan Amongst, which are quite big over here. And yeah. um, that's going to be a, a real good one. Yeah. Um, and yeah. we're just, we're just, we're just, getting out there, we just yeah, want to get out there. Swan Amongst have just been signed to a, an American label as well called uh, Famine Records. I think they're in, yeah. in the New York. Uh, yeah. You know that? Yeah, they've just been signed to them literally yesterday, the day before. Oh, so, uh, big, big up to them. And yeah, yeah, we'll be playing with them soon. So, yeah. All good. But yeah, we're just, uh, just keeping on, keeping on. Yeah. I always like asking this question and like finding out about the different regions. Like, what? Did, um, how, how would you describe the uh, rock metal scene in, the, in, in, in Britain? It's shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what's weird everybody says that though like every, everywhere in the yeah. world like it's it's it's, it's shit and we have the problem we have in england uh or the uk or whatever is uh you've got people it's, it's hard it's really hard to describe because the people will disagree 
no matter what what um, direction you want to take this sentence, people will disagree with it. You have people who will sit there and say that they, they don't have two, three, four, five pounds to go down the road, literally down the road, to go and see a local band that a friends are in, but they they don't have the money for that, but then they have 50 quid to go and see less than Jake 300 miles away. Do you know what I mean? So it, But they're normally the people that are saying, oh, there's, there's no decent local music out there, there's no local bands. It's like, well, how do you know if you're not going? Yeah, right. right. So and we've like discovered that. so many bands just by seeing them live. We've yeah. never heard of them on Facebook or anything like that. We've got, oh, we're playing with these guys, cool. Yeah, yeah. And they ended up being absolutely fucking incredible. Yeah. And come out, come through the yeah. doors. And that we're always, we, we really try and working hard with other bands as well yeah. to try and put on all dayers and, and, and free entry gigs. I mean, we don't get paid for any of this stuff. I yeah. mean, we, we've only just started getting petrol money for gigs, yeah, haven't yeah. we? We don't get paid. It's, yeah. it's purely through getting out there and putting on these shows. We just need people to turn up. So that, I would say that it is a bit poor because people have always got excuses why they don't come out. It's right. like, just give it, just give it a chance. Yeah, just try it. Just try it. You really will like uh, it, I'm telling you. But another, another, one of our boys is, um, he's, He's called Kevin, who does uh, FYM Reacts, and it's like a reaction channel. And uh, he he is 100% focused on unsigned bands and local bands and stuff like that. And he's, um, you, you guys have got a festival over there called Metal in the Mountains. I can't remember where that is. Yeah, I don't know where it is, but it's somewhere like Central America. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> 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 and, uh, we're from, Mass- Kevin- we're, we're from Massachusetts, USA. We don't know anything about awesome festivals. <laughs> None of them it's, uh, it's in West Virginia. It's West Virginia. Okay. So, wherever that is. <laughs> and, uh, so, basically, uh, Kevin featured uh, one of the bands that play in that festival on his channel. And, and then that band told another band on the festival and another band. And then all of a sudden, the entire band's were at the festival to get featured on Kevin's channel. And they, all the bands, basically arranged a crowdfunder to pay for Kevin to go over to Metal to the Mountains. He lives in um, Lancaster saying, just... uh, in, in the UK. Uh, and they did a crowdfunder to get Kevin to go over there and, and see this festival and review the bands live and meet everybody. And and, and they've done it, they've done it. It, was, it took no time at all. And all of a sudden, Kevin, who featured one guy, um, is all of a sudden going to a metal festival and meeting all these people. And he was talking to some of the guys over there and what they said was uh he's like what what's the metal scene like out in america what's it like over there he goes ah it, it's not too bad you know quite quiet sometimes you'll get maybe two three hundred people like excuse me <laughs> what <laughs> and, like in sheffield you're lucky if you get 10 people turn up you know what i mean yeah. and, that's, and that's a dead gig i mean we have played some shows that haven't been promoted at all by the promoters or the venue or what and we've literally played to the other band and the band has played to us. Yep. You know what I mean? There's been no one there, no one. So it's suffering big time. Um, and it, I, I don't would, know what the solution is. <laughs> yeah, it, we've tried. I mean, even if you put on three shows, people just don't come. Yeah. So it's not a money thing. It can't be no a money thing. It. I think <laughs> it could very easily be just, just attitude. I think it's attitude more than anything. They just can't be asked yeah. going, going out down the road. You know what I mean? I, mean, I get it if you live miles and miles away but personally I've driven with my other guitarist I've driven a 140 mile round trip just to go and see one of our boys uh, in his band 
fucking the next county over. You know what I mean? Um, but that that's just our mindset. We can't expect everybody else to have the same mindset. Yeah. But well, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a community, you know. I mean, you guys gotta help that's each other. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah. Right. Trying, we're chipping away, chipping away. Right, but right, it's, right. You can see improvements in certain aspects, definitely. Yeah. Um, we've seen bands that that are now doing things that they didn't do before that they've only started doing since we've started doing it. So we're happy about that. We're happy that our uh, our mantra, shall we say, is rubbing off on other bands for them to do the same. So it, they've got a lot of work before they get to the same level that we are. Uh, it's support-wise. But, um, yeah, yeah it, it, it'll get better. It's, it's just a very slow thing. Yeah. Uh, imagine uh, compare it to the Trump's wall by Mexico. <laughs> it's going to happen, but how fast it goes down for him, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a good comparison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, guys, thank you very much for taking the time. Where, um, the, the, what I would say, where would be the best place for our listeners and our fans and our your, your upcoming new fans? Because uh, you guys, you guys are incredible. Like you're, you're definitely, you're, you're definitely you're, you're, uh, I I foresee you guys getting big. So where, where's the best way to find yeah. you? Like, uh, well, we we're very active on our social media. So mo- mostly Facebook. We've got our Tormentor Facebook page, but then we've got the Tormentor Storm Riders group, which we mentioned earlier. And that's like a fan group. So they're talking to us rather than to the band. Yeah. We like we like to be more personal. Do you know what I mean? And get to know people because that's another thing that we find is a lot of big egos out there. We're just genuinely thankful for anybody who takes the time to listen to our music. Yeah. So the to- it's called Tormentor Storm Riders, and it's a group. So you can find us on there. Um, music wise we're all over digital so Spotify, iTunes all of that and Deezer, Deezer yeah. Amazon, wherever you can find it we're on it basically and um, obviously YouTube we've got our videos as well and like we said earlier all the videos we've done have been done on zero budget and that's something that we've, mm-hmm. we're very proud of so go check it out it'll be very nice <laughs> oh absolutely the new album are you, will you be actually distributing hard copies of that or is it just going to be the digital <laughs> Yeah, we have got some being made that are actually being pressed as we speak. Um, but it's a bit of a funny one, isn't it, with CDs? It's just, they're kind of dying out, and it's it's a shame because... Well, some of us are still nostalgic. We still yeah. like the, uh, we still yeah, like the, uh, the old compact out. disc. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's like one of the things when a band used to get signed, they used to get distributed to... We've got H&B and, and uh, Virgin um, music shops and stuff, but they don't exist anymore. They're all no, shutting down. Yeah, so it's, it's not really something that we've put a huge amount of money into we are getting copies made and we are going to sell them on our big cartel site via our facebook page um, so people can't buy them um but it's it's more going digital we found um so i mean it's it's a bit of a way up between the two because we prefer to sell more cds we'd get more money out of them wouldn't yeah, we? Yeah. <laughs> we get zero point zero zero six dollars per stream or something on spotify so go and listen to us on that that'd be great as well yeah. <laughs> you know, every, every literal point uh, there's a, I think there's been a revamp uh, recently. A lot of people have been, been looking. You can buy, I think you can buy Kill Switch's latest album on uh, on cassette. <laughs> you know, so we're, we might look at getting some cassettes done as well. But, um, I think it's the physical thing as well. I mean, yeah, I can't wait to actually open our album. Having a CD and having it on your shelf amongst all the CDs in between 
all your inspirations. You know, yeah. you got Shannon, your legacy you back. Might, you might be onto something, man. We got to bring back the cassette. Yeah. Can you just because like vinyls, <laughs> vinyls, are, vinyls made like a comeback for a while. If we brought, if, yeah, if, if a group of bands like brought back cassette tapes. Cassettes. <laughs> Send your cassette to the uh, the record label, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we are we are getting them done. And if they sell, then we'll get more done. And yeah. we'll just keep keep going like that. It's just kind of it's a bit of an unknown. We're doing what we what we love, and we're we're working hard as we physically can to try and get the music out there. We just need people to listen to it, and then yeah. we're we're all gravy, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. And you lot have obviously heard it, otherwise you wouldn't be speaking to us. So. Yeah. <laughs> working. Donna, Donna and Phoenix, you guys are awesome. Thank you, thank you again for taking the time with us. Uh, I mean, you're also a, you're also a true ground up story, which is which is obviously killer. And like uh, myself, uh, myself, and I can let Anthony speak for himself. But we we love the tracks. We love the album. We're looking at, and we look forward to the to the album release. Yeah, we'll get them over to you. No problem. Yeah. Get them played. I uh, really appreciate your time. Yes, thank you. With that being said, we're up against the clock, so I will. Uh, I'll, I'll we'll cut this one short. Thank you again, guys. No worries. Thank you so much for that. Been a pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> that was our interview with Tormento over at the UK. Uh, two very awesome people, and like uh, as as just uh, mentioned, a uh, true ground up story. Like those guys did everything on their own, self produced. Um, uh, like just a true homemade uh, work of art, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, we will finish this episode. Make sure you go check out Tormenta. Uh, they're available on Facebook, can be found on Spotify. Uh, make sure you go actually look up the band, check out their music, follow them, give them reviews, and uh, buy their upcoming album, the uh, Chapter 2, The Storm Is Here. We're going to end this episode with another track. This is My Catastrophe.
Six Pack. This is Anthony, Marcus, and Jay signing off. See you next time.